Good morning, Simon Trevoranis. Good morning, Devin Wilkins. And good morning, everyone out there listening to Insight Peterborough, which is a project of the Peterborough chapter of the Canadian Council of the Blind and... And big idea at Innovation Cluster. All right. Um, This is our big tax show, and uh, so we hope that you'll have all sorts of questions to ask, um, are you giving your phone number, Simon? For I sure can. People yep. to call in. So the phone number, if you folks want to call in with questions for our resident expert, you can call in at 705-313-6330, and we'll put you on the air. In the meantime, though, we have uh, some music to get us started, and it is Buzz Thompson. Come on up.
Buzz Thompson with Come On Up. And he was a, a Peterborough boy. And I guess that was recorded live. Wow. Good song. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, as promised, we are going to be talking taxes and our, uh, our expert on the uh, uh, Canadian tax system is Lyle Saunders from Peterborough Disability Tax Service. How are you, Lyle? I'm doing well this morning. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks so much for being here. And I think we will probably touch on a number of subjects. How is your uh, new office coming? Uh, it's it's actually getting quite comfortable. Uh, so we moved uh, into one of the offices behind the Chamber of Commerce uh, into uh, the old train station on George Street. Uh, so moved in there uh, February 1st officially. And yeah, no, it's uh, definitely comfortable, very inviting uh, for all the offices back there. And uh, the Chamber of Commerce folks are awesome and enthusiastic. So very positive and definitely uh, settled in nicely, yes. Terrific. And uh, so we do have a phone available, as uh, Simon was saying earlier, and that phone number again is... 705 313 Six three three zero. If you've got questions for Lyle, yeah, definitely. Meantime, I understand that you do have one email. Do you want to do that first, Lyle? Uh, yes. So I was forwarded an email regarding about uh, settlements, so lawsuits or settlements. Uh, I didn't get too many details, which. Unfortunately, I can't answer yes or no uh, in regards to is a settlement taxable. Um, so it can be yes, it can be no. Uh, if it's because of a car accident or uh, in regards to property damage uh, or pain and suffering, uh, typically no. No, it is not taxable. However, if it's due to, uh, say, income supplement due to an employer, uh, say it's a... a lawsuit or uh, in regards to capital gains, investments, RRSPs, uh, typically something that is taxable income, uh, then yes, you need to look into if it is taxable or not. Uh, so it depends on the situation. That's why we definitely uh, recommend you talking to uh, a tax uh, individual at the very first year you do get a settlement uh, to ensure that uh, you are doing it either taxable or non-taxable. Uh, and also, if you give your lawyer a shout, uh, if you've used one uh, for the settlement, uh, they should also know if it is taxable or not. But sometimes they're not the best tax experts either. <laughs> um, so uh, definitely it depends on the situation. So very broad topic, and I hope I can answer some of the questions. Just, sure. just to clarify, so the question was about somebody getting money from 
an, a claim or something, mm-hmm. and and they want to know whether or not that's counted as taxable income. So as money comes in, you have to account for that at all times. So it, again, it depends on where that, how that, why, sorry, uh, let me rephrase that, why you were getting paid for it. Right. Were you in a car accident and you received the money uh, for pain and suffering and uh, they also put in for lost wages from your employer, um, that typically is not taxable income. Oh. Uh, however, oh. like I said, with uh, like typically uh, would be uh, the phrase, uh, but uh, in regards to uh, class action lawsuit against uh, an investment oh. uh, in, in regards to an employer uh, shortchanging you on benefits or, oh. or employee benefits that typically you would claim on your taxes as a taxable benefit, then yes, that would be. So it does depend on the situation uh, and what it's provided for and where Interesting. it comes from. So I wonder when, then, is, is that partly why uh, uh, injury lawyers and so on, that's such a lucrative uh, way to, to, to get funds? I think that a lot of folks are, are hurting themselves and getting, getting money for that, and that's not taxable income. That's, that's interesting. That is correct. That's, that's why it's that's, so attractive to some folks, I guess. Yes, because of course, if you try, if you make sixty thousand dollars or eighty thousand dollars a year, you get in a car accident and uh, uh, you're you're paid out for loss of income. That is correct. You would make more <laughs> uh, from that income than you would uh, working for it. That's not a very good place to start. Uh, <laughs> not, not encouraging any folks to uh, to go in that direction. Absolutely no. not. No, <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not worth the injury. But, no. but interesting, nonetheless. We were uh, talking before we came on air um, about uh, taxes that you could get from uh, rents. Now I know that uh, I can tell you that I did not get my. And it's my fault. I should have asked for my rental receipt for last year. And I probably will this year. How far back can you go? Um, you know, I've been here uh, seven years, mm-hmm. and I haven't uh, submitted my my rent receipt. Uh, can I go back one year, two years, three years? Oh, absolutely. You can do an adjustment any time of the year. You don't have to wait till tax season. Uh, if you do have a correction to be made that either gives you a taxable benefit or you owe, um, we, I highly recommend you uh, doing that immediately. Uh, and again, doing uh, adjustments uh, isn't that uh, hard of a task. Uh, so definitely do your homework on if you aren't comfortable doing it with yourself, uh, phoning around and seeing uh, what each tax individual or company uh, will charge you for uh, a simple fee in regards to uh, your readjusting. So readjustment can be done year-round. Um, so my tax service, we're open Monday to Friday uh, all year-round for tax needs while some big box individuals or companies, uh, they're in the summertime only open Monday or Wednesday 10 to 2. Um, so you don't really get the year-round service uh, for your re- year-round tax needs. Uh, so yeah, no, absolutely. You there's Typically there's a 10-year threshold per se, <laughs> um, but uh, it, 
I would say seven to ten years you can go back uh, and see if it's approved. Anything more than ten years, uh, it might not be guaranteed. Uh, but yeah, no, adjustments for the last seven years with, uh, with rental receipts, I definitely encourage you to get that adjustment so then you can get uh, the GST, HST, Trillium benefits for sure well, that's, upon that. That's huge because <laughs> any folks out there yeah. that, have, that have done their taxes and that they may have missed some stuff or maybe they haven't done them for a while, there's still hope and it's not too late and you can still go back and, and collect on some things that you missed. Uh, so, so that's really encouraging for those folks out there that that haven't done their taxes since 2012. That's correct. And actually, my one of the last year uh, when I started, uh, I didn't realize how busy I would be in May, and with individuals actually behind their taxes two plus, well, two, three, or even more years, um, which to me, because I started doing my taxes. In high school, uh, my grandfather was teaching me on his uh, kitchen table with the old paper booklet uh, we picked up at Canada Post. Um, so to me, I've always done it, and it's always in routine. Um, I didn't really, uh, I didn't realize how many people have that out of routine or not in that routine. Uh, so actually, uh, a large chunk of my revenue, unexpectedly. Um, was in regards to people being behind on their taxes and they're always worried they have high anxiety and uh, they went through me because um, I could actually uh, talk to them and uh, put their taxes basically more on one-on-one -on -one opposed to oh my goodness the government are they going to put me in jail and unfortunately uh, a lot of people have this uh, thing that they'll go to jail because they do their taxes wrong and that's not the case for 99 point whatever percent of the time if you are behind on your taxes by all means uh, give me a call or talk to individuals who trust their tax individual uh, and say I'm behind a few years uh, how much would you charge and what am I looking at and uh, we I can personally uh, vouch for myself we, <laughs> we, you know, we, we you're a bit biased on that yeah, one yeah a little biased <laughs> uh, but we we can help you out regard uh, in regards to be being behind on your taxes um, and we know the anxiety on that and we're hoping that we can provide uh, individuals to get caught up and not have that worry come every year come tax time and in many cases it'll pay for itself uh, that's correct a lot of times actually they do get a refund um, and a refund technically is a uh, <laughs> is money that the government has held interest-free uh, so that uh, that being said uh, with with a refund, it is to in some points of view, it is uh, money withheld from the government, interest free. Uh, so you're actually losing out on money when you don't claim your taxes and getting that refund. Mm. Um, maybe we can maybe take a step back here, and uh, you have a particular interest in um, uh, dealing with people with uh, disabilities. Um, can you share with us why that is? Okay, so what, why I started Peterborough Disability Tax Services is because my oldest son, who turned 13 yesterday, oh, cool. um, so we went out to see Lego Movie Number no. 2 uh, for his birthday. Uh, he happy has, birthday. Yes, happy birthday, Austin. Happy belated, Austin. Um, uh, so he has been diagnosed with uh, autism. Uh, he was diagnosed a little later uh, than the age of five. Uh, he was actually wasn't diagnosed until he was eight or nine years old. 
uh, here at Five Counties with autism. So that being said, uh, when he was first born, I did enroll in uh, the H&R Block Tax School uh, to earn a little extra money on top of my full-time job because as a father and as uh, the income uh, provider uh, in my household, I wanted to make a little more extra revenue um, because of now have, being a, uh, a new father. So I did have three years with H&R Block. Um, so I knew of the disability tax credit when Austin was diagnosed, but I didn't know 100% of it. Uh, and again, going to the big uh, tax individuals um, or companies, they don't deal with how to fill out the disability tax credit. Uh, they don't deal with how to uh, face a denial, how to challenge it within 60 days, uh, and basically the pointers of making sure that it is uh, filled out properly and what to do uh, in regards to the procedures from CRA, which the government paperwork can be quite daunting and intimidating. So I did do it on my own and through the process and a lot of adjustments, um, received a nice chunk of money back um, because I was working full time and it is a non-refundable tax credit in regards to the disability tax credit. Uh, so with my uh, see need, fill a need attitude of a frontline service in Peterborough, in regards to providing a uh, tax, uh, not only just a tax season, uh, but also providing ta year a year-round tax service in regards to applying for the disability tax credit, but also maximizing your tax credits both uh, federally and provincially, um, because you do get your baby bonus uh, trillium HST GST increased when your child. Uh, is diagnosed with the disability and approved for the disability tax credit. So that being said, I know I'm going on a rant, uh, but yes, I started uh, Peter Road Disability Tax Services because of my oldest child being diagnosed with autism. All right. I I'm really curious about where the line is and who decides when it comes to being eligible for the disability tax credit, what counts and how, who decides what counts? So it does need to be approved through CRA. Um, it can be... It can be a challenge. Uh, if you have a physical disability, typically uh, it's approved a lot easier uh, than, say, a mental disability, which uh, back in June 2018, they did do a Senate review uh, in regards to this frustration regarding um, even though you've been diagnosed uh, with a mental disability, um, it's not necessarily approved right away from CRA, which to me, that doesn't seem right at all. No. If you've been medically diagnosed. Uh, CRA, uh, in their threshold and their infinite wisdom, um, uh -huh. is looking for uh, a daily severity. They're looking for proof of a daily severity, a daily challenge uh, in regards to problem-solving, safety, um, overall health and safety of the individual. So what a lot of, unfortunately, uh, families do is they hand the piece of paper that they don't know what really is involved. Uh, they put in the application to their family doctor who is already on a time constraint. And then they just basically put in, has been diagnosed with this, uh, won't go away, uh, and troubles in school or they have help in school, and they sign it. Well, that doesn't necessarily guarantee approval for this uh, for CRA, um, and CRA will then ask for either uh, basically more information 
uh, from the doctor, which the doctor, the doctors, they don't actually receive any training on this. Um, and also with their time constraint, it, it's definitely a, a battle and a hurdle um, to get a doctor to fill in the reports that they're not 100% familiar with either. Um, so that's a huge challenge. Uh, and out of the hands of these families with uh, a loved one with special needs or disabilities, and once they get denied, um, and then they get they challenge it within the time period allotted, and they get denied again, they're very frustrated. And that's where uh, my services come in to make sure that you have a second pair of eyes who understands the system and can give um, basically uh, tips and, uh, and recommendations in regards to uh, if the doctor fills something out, we can also recommend in a letterhead and uh, giving examples regarding uh, for to build up your best case to be approved. And no matter what company uh, you deal with, no, even myself, we cannot guarantee approval, hmm. but we know what wording and grammar and what they're looking, what mm -hmm. CRA is looking for beyond just a diagnosis. Um, so we're trying to build up the strongest case for approval. You'd almost think it would be a fairly simple thing. I mean, if you have to take medication or therapy, for example, uh, to ameliorate your, your disability, then you would think that you should be eligible for the disability tax credit, wouldn't you? Absolutely, and that's where the biggest frustration is. And with the Senate review, uh, they are they have done 16 recommendations uh, in regards to back in June 2018. And actually, uh, in recent emails, I've learned that uh, they have 150 days in order to table uh, recommendations to the ministries. So actually, at the end of February, uh, the the federal government will table to the appropriate ministries um, the legislation or recommendations, uh, and I'm looking forward to hearing what those recommendations and tabling uh, mm -hmm. to the Ministry of Revenue and uh, the other ministries involved. Um, and I really hope that within the 60 days of it being tabled, hearing more of a positive change and breaking down those barriers in regards to the challenges for the display tax credit, um, which, uh, like I said, uh, I'm hoping that it actually will be discussed a lot for the next federal election that's coming up. Um, and if it's not being brought up, uh, I know I personally will be asking uh, our current MP and uh, other candidates trying to get uh, f the MP job uh, for Peterborough, uh, what their view is and how they say how their uh, their color uh, regarding of red, blue, orange, or green, uh, what they would do uh, as as uh, representatives to try to. Uh, break down the challenges because to me it seems ridiculous that you're diagnosed medically with uh, with a mental disability and yet you're uh, denied by CRA and we got to break down those barriers for sure. Yeah, I love the way you put that breaking down barriers. Uh, I'm really curious what is the what is the biggest barrier? I'm I'm guessing that it's knowing what you're eligible for or or there's folks out there that just don't uh, collect the credit because they don't know. Is that is that what you find is the biggest barrier? Uh, yes, yeah, so knowledge of the disability tax credit, but then also how the disability tax credit would affect your taxes. And a lot of people who um, 
have low income. Um, so if you make, say, for example, $12,000 or less, you can't take advantage of uh, non-refundable tax credits. However, even though you can't, you can't take advantage of the tax credit, which a lot of people go, oh, well, it won't increase my tax refund, so why even bother? It's actually the disability tax credit is prerequisite. Um, so the approval of it is prerequisite of the Registered Disability Savings Plan, and that's an RDSP, which is a uh, matching savings plan, dollar for, at minimum dollar for dollar, Whoa. Um, which is huge. So if you put in uh, $25 a month into an RDSP after getting approved for the disability tax credit, the government will automatically match minimum $25. And if you are on a lower income threshold, they will match up to two or $3 per dollar. So you can easily make a $25 a month contribution. And if you are on that low income, the government will match $75, making it a $100 a month investment. So what does that mean? That means you, you can put money away now, it'll grow. And then in the future, when you need more money to support yourself, then you can access that. Is Cor that correct. It is a 10-year savings plan. So it's not, for example, if you get approved to, say, uh, put in $1,000 uh, into the savings plan, the government will match dollar for dollar or up to $3 for every dollar. So uh, if you put in $1,000, they can put up to $3,000. And then six months later, you cash out the $4,000. Uh, that's not the intent of the program. Um, so it is a 10-year savings plan um, uh, in regards to your contribution limits. Uh, there is an age uh, limit on it. You need to be, for the contribution amounts uh, to be affected, you do need to be 49 uh, or less. But I you missed can't. out on that one. Oh. Yes, unfortunately, there are age limits, <laughs> yeah. um, and, but you can still contribute into one. Uh, until you're the age of 59, and then the year that you turn 60, you do have to start withdrawing from it. Um, so in regards to it being uh, a savings plan for young families or, uh, you know, individuals in their 20s and 30s, um, instead of receiving an inheritance that might um, jeopardize their uh, ODSP or provincial benefits, uh, one of the things right now with an RDSP is that any money... Uh, incurred will not be uh, will not impact your ODSP, will not impact your provincial benefits, which is a huge savings opportunity. Whoa. And mm -hmm. and it is the matching grant and the interest on it is taxable federally. However, uh, you're getting thousands of dollars and paying 15% of it when you do withdraw it, but any contributions you put into it and withdrawal are non-taxable because you've already had to pay taxes on that contribution amount. Um, so it's a great savings opportunity, mm. um, but the best thing is you can receive, uh, you can withdraw it after 10 years or your child can withdraw it after 10 years and it not being clawed back from your, uh, your ODSP or provincial benefits. And now if, um, if you think that you have a disability or you feel that you have a disability, say from um, concussion or whatever like that, uh, can you just, um, is there an application form that you fill out and someone says, yes, you can have an RDSP or how does that work? So uh, the form mm. is in uh, tax lingo called a T. 
2201. Uh, and in layman's terms, it's the Disability Tax Credit Certificate application. Uh, so it is an application that needs to be filled out by a medical practitioner uh, to verify, yes, this diagnosis and yes, uh, these are issues that the individual has on a daily or weekly basis. Um, and there's, it's a six-page document that needs to be filled out in full. Um, so much like a traffic ticket, um, if the traffic ticket isn't filled out correctly in 10 spots, it'll be thrown out in court. Mm -hmm. Much the same with the disability tax credit. Even though you're deserving of the tax credit, if you are missing certain sections or you don't cross your T's and dot your I's, uh, if one chunk is missing out of it, it is an incomplete application and it will be thrown out. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. So, and this is where the compassion um, and the understanding that not everyone has uh, the knowledge or cognitive base in order to fill out government paperwork. This is something that it has been highlighted in the Senate review last year, and I'm hoping that uh, they will be a little more compassionate and less stingent in regards to um, the application process. So I do hope for better changes in regards to um, trying to simplify um, the application process. All right. Hmm. In, a, in a minute or two or three, I do want to explore with you the uh, new regulations that the uh, Doug Ford government has uh, brought in regarding people with autism and that sort of thing. But, Simon, first, do we... Uh, do we have, uh, well, let me say, first of all, the phone number uh, for people to call to talk to Lyle is? 705-313-6330. Okay. And do we have some uh, music? Yeah. So we have a, an exciting uh, local, local boy. Is that right? And yeah, he's from Peterborough, and he won a Grammy. And the, the show that he worked on was called The Greatest Showman? Uh, and uh, we're talking about taxes, so I've, I've got a song queued up called A Million Dreams. All and right. I haven't heard the song, but uh, looking forward to it. So let's get her going. I close my eyes and I can see a world that's waiting up for me that I call my own through the dark through the door through where no one's been before but it feels like home they can say they can say it all sounds crazy They can say I've lost my mind I don't care, I don't care So call me crazy We can live in a world that we
There's a house we can build. Every room inside is filled with things from far away. Special things I compile. Each one there to make you smile on a rainy day. They can say, they can say it all sounds crazy. They can say we've lost our minds. I don't care, I don't care if they call us crazy. Run away to a world that we desire. Every night I lie in bed, the brightest colors fill my head. A million dreams keeping me. was from The Greatest Showman, uh, which is the uh, film for which uh, Greg Wells of Peterborough won a Grammy uh, this past Sunday. So, Lyle, um, we were talking about, you know, your your son um, having autism, having been diagnosed with uh, autism. So you would have a particular interest, wouldn't you, in the um, Doug Ford um, government's uh, new regulations that have come down just this past week, wouldn't you? Uh, yes, I, I, I particularly uh, am a, pol- a political buff to begin with. <laughs> um, so I love Rick Mercer, um, how he no. pokes fun at all, all the colors, all four major colors of, of Parliament. Um, but in regards to last year, uh, sorry, last week's uh, announcement, um, particularly a hit home. And um, even though we are on particular waiting lists as well uh, for my son, 
um, the announcement was quite concerning and uh, is not enough uh, in my particular uh, point of view. Uh, and unfortunately, it's not address, addressing uh, a funding issue. They are addressing a waiting list issue. Uh, however, uh, that's kind of like my point of view in regards to, uh, as we were talking before, uh, they were saying 75% of uh, families are on waiting lists, and especially with diagnosis. Um, however, their plan, it sounds like, uh, they're limiting on age restriction and income, and that is not helping. That does not help everyone. Um, also, for the fact that, yes, one quarter of individuals are being helped uh, with funding and, and whatnot, However, uh, when you have four individuals uh, with a glass of, uh, looking for a glass of water, one individual uh, has the diagnosis, has the funding in place, so their cup of water is full. And the other three are cups are held empty. What the Ford government has done uh, and is committed to is to take that one full glass of water and to sp uh, split it evenly between the four cups. However, uh, it does not address that these four cups uh, are still not full. Uh, it is basically separating, it is uh, spreading out uh, the current funding and uh, basically saying to families, well, we couldn't find with our balloon budget and we couldn't provide uh, the services that were needed, the much needed services that are needed uh, with our balloon budget. And uh, we're going to give you a little bit of money each and for you to find it yourself. I do not agree with this plan. I understand that uh, the waiting list and the issues do need to be addressed, which they are addressing. However, they are not increasing uh, the funding amount and they are not addressing that more needs to be done in regards to finding services and providing services for all families that need them. So say, for example, um, someone said, a parent said, okay, this isn't enough, but I'm going to see if I can go to a service club and, you know, explain my child's difficulty and see if I might be able to get some money from uh, this or that service club. Uh, first of all, are parents allowed to do that? And if they are, would that be taxable income? Uh, so any um, funding through a child, typically you do have to claim, but the child is probably under the income threshold anyways. Um, so uh, understanding your basic taxes, you are allowed to make uh, this year 11,800 and some odd dollars. So let's just say you're allowed to make or have income uh, of $12,000 or less. So yes, any income that you receive uh, through employment or earned uh, is taxable. However, if it is for a child, um, yes, CRA does say that you should be 
uh, claiming any income or any benefits uh, that are put into your child. Um, however, it's so minute that a lot of people uh, get away with not claiming it. Yeah. Um, so uh, that being said, uh, in regards to asking for services, I know there's a ton of services available in Peterborough, and that's one thing that I love in my business um, is going beyond just a boring tax guy. Um, I do get to know the families with uh, loved ones with special needs or disabilities and uh, partner them up uh, with uh, networking uh, in, in the city. So for example, uh, five counties uh, is usually the first stop with, uh, with children with special needs, um, but a lot of families wait uh, until the child is in high school uh, before they go to, uh, say, for example, the wait list for community living or tri-county social services. And I encourage families, um, even with younger, uh, younger children, get on that waiting list now. Uh, the individuals at community living are fantastic um, with in regards to my son Austin and providing them with the service and advice and resources and groups and activities. They have so many resources um, that absolutely get the m most people uh, that you can in order to help you um, with strengths and weaknesses uh, with your child and also provide you with as a parent or a loved one as a guardian um, in regards to how you can work through strategies in place. Uh, Tri-County Social Services, we are on the waiting list, um, but going through my business for providing a parental information night regarding uh, the disability tax credit uh, and RDSPs and also uh, providing uh, a workshop or a lunch and learn uh, with their workers um, to let them, all workers, know regarding the display tax credit and the benefits from that. So it's really providing that awareness. And the more we can provide awareness and resources together as groups um, is what I encourage. And that's what, like I said, I want to go beyond uh, as a boring seasonal tax guy um, is a year-round service, Monday to Friday, excluding holidays. Um, uh, you know, and I can also provide uh, individuals with my knowledge in regards to uh, providing a better quality of life and better resources uh, for all families, uh, regardless if you are looking after a child or if you're looking after your parent. Uh, what resources are out there for you to take uh, benefit from? Uh, that's what I would love to do. So you got to change your your personal story from I'm a boring tax guy to what you just said, which is yeah, I can help you and your family connect to resources. Uh, you know that's that's exciting and that's wonderful and and uh, yeah, certainly not just the boring tax guy. Come on. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that phone number again, uh, Simon. For anybody out there that has questions for Lyle, now he's only going to be with us this week. So. Uh, you know, other than contacting him personally, and we'll make sure to leave enough time for uh, you to give us your uh, contact information. But other than that, this is the time to ask your questions. So that phone number again, uh, Simon? 705-313-6330. Okay. Yeah. Let's get back to basics for a minute. Okay, you get a... You get your your tax form in the mail, Lyle, and you think to yourself, oh, I didn't know what to do with this last year. 
and I still don't know what to do with it. Do, do you have any tips for us? Uh, so, yes, thank you for this awesome question. Um, what I love to do is to ha with my clients is uh, to kind of give them tips on how to understand their tax matrix. And the, the very easiest one is if you get a T4 or a T4E or you get your income slip, take a look at your line 14. Your line 14 is actually what you received. And everyone loves that line. Everyone <laughs> loves how much, knowing how much they received from their employer or how much they received um, from their benefits. So everyone typically knows how much line 14 is, whether it's 10,000, 30,000, 80,000. What a lot of people don't understand or how to understand their taxes is what is in line 22. Line 22 is income tax deducted, meaning the federal uh, taxes that you have paid on that income. So I would encourage people basically to look at their uh, T4s or their income slip and to know both of those numbers. That's the gr best start. And to understand how that income was taxed. And just know that if you are a working individual, um, you are basically, you can uh, earn income of up to almost $13,000 or around $13,000 before you are taxed. So you pay, everyone pays 0% tax on earned income or, or as an income um, before actually it's the almost $12,000 mark. Um, but if you are a working individual, it actually bumps up to $13,000. So you pay 0% on any earned income, $13,000 or less. Now, if you have other investments or other income on top of that, that's when all of a sudden from that uh, 11 or $13,000 threshold, above that you start paying uh, 12 or 15 percent above that and also you hear of a lot of people if they make say uh, over two hundred and ten thousand dollars they have to pay 33 percent interest well they don't pay 33 percent interest on that first uh, thirteen thousand dollars earned um, so just to let you know that if you no. all of a sudden increase no. your <laughs> increase your tax threshold, for example, uh, when you start making over uh, basically earning over forty six thousand dollars, you do increase your income thresh income tax threshold to twenty point five percent. However, it doesn't mean you pay twenty point five percent from the dollar of zero. Um, so that's where the, it's a lot of misconception in regards to your tax threshold. Oh, I'm going to be charged 15 or 20 percent on all of my earned income. And that's simply not the case. Um, so it is tiered. It is a tiered income rate. But again, back to basics. What's your line 14 and what's your line 22 and figuring out if you do uh, receive if you do receive all that line 22 of taxable income because you're under that 13,000 or a $12,000 threshold unfortunately non-taxable benefits will not increase your uh, tax return because you haven't paid any tax you haven't earned enough income uh, or investments in order to pay taxes and therefore you can't get any extra taxes back from non-refundable tax credits 
There you go. All there right. we go. That's a, that's a good uh, summary of, of uh, how you can begin to understand or take a stab at understanding <laughs> yeah. your tax form. Yeah, we just talked about two lines. How many lines are there? Oh, thousands. <laughs> uh, thousands, where, oh, wow. Uh, a lot of people's anxiety when it comes to numbers and math, they flash back to their last high school exam and the anxiety of like, oh my goodness, I'm going to fail this exam, I'm going to fail math, and I can't graduate, and by some miracle they pass. Uh, and that's the last time they've really dealt with, uh, you know, taxes and, and, and math and numbers and complicated numbers. And this is where you need to find the proper tax individuals uh, to reduce your anxiety and can also explain to you uh, simply uh, how your tax matrix works. Uh, however, if you just throw your paperwork to your tax person, they charge you over $100 uh, to do your simple taxes and you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. To me, that's not an overall satisfaction uh, service in regards to you understanding how your tax matrix works. Um, uh. So with my, uh, so my, my tax service, uh, I do uh, quote unquote simple taxes at a simple price. Uh, so if you do have just a T4 rental or property taxes, or you only have a few forms, um, we start at $49 uh, per individual uh, per year, as well as we start per couple. Um, because you do have to do it together if you're living common law and we're married. Um, we start at $79 uh, per couple uh, per year as well. And like I said, if you are behind on your taxes, please call me. Uh, we'll try to help you take that anxiety away. And no, uh, CRA will not come uh, knocking or busting down your door um, and uh, taking away your car. Uh, that only happens if all of a sudden you owe tens of thousands of dollars or if you've received that money um, because of illegal ways. Um, but if you oh are, <laughs> but if you are behind on your taxes and um, you're unsure, by all means, uh, give me a call. Free, no obligation uh, quote, and uh, getting that anxiety and that problem uh, off your shoulders, and we can get you caught up. Um, and uh, we don't do bookkeeping services, and we do slightly do. Uh, small businesses we can do small businesses however if it's over our our, our service threshold uh, we do know local bookkeepers and cpas uh, in in town um, that will be are friendly and helpful and will reduce your anxiety um, and i like keeping track of individuals who uh, won't rip you off uh, much like i would say the big uh, companies out there, uh, they do have to pay rent, and they also have to pay for all those lovely commercial advertisements, especially during Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, they're not paying for it; their clients are. Oh, for sure. So that being said, uh, if you do want to change, or you do want to save some money, or you do have any questions, by all means, uh, Peterborough Disability Tax Services, or uh, for individuals without a disability or special needs, uh, we do have a year-round tax service. Saunders Tax Service, uh, care of Peter Rowe Disability, and you can reach us at 705-931-8500, and both Peter Rowe Disability Tax Services and also Saunders Tax Service uh, are both on Facebook, uh, and you can also visit our website, 
ptbodts.ca. So again, short form for Peterborough Disability Tax Services, ptbodts.ca. Interesting. So just, uh, I'd like to throw in a shameless plug for junior achievement. You mentioned that uh, the anxiety in high school and finishing up your math tests. I mean, people leave high school knowing about how to do, how to, how to calculate the uh, curvature of a parabola, uh, but they don't, <laughs> but they don't know about basic financial literacy components and, and, and taxes and things. I can't believe that that's not a mandatory course as you leave grade 12 or something is, is the simple process of filling out your taxes. It's kind of amazing. I agree. And yeah. that's where I'd love to see, yes, uh, yearly tax segments as much as you're as a teenager and you're like, oh, really? <laughs> but it would set you up so much better for, uh, like I said, uh, financial literacy and that's where actually these individuals who are entrepreneurs, um, with uh, they can get advice through uh, Peterborough, Peterborough Corps of Economic Development, through the Business Advisory Center, um, and participating uh, in, like you said, in Junior Achievement. I know Bears Lair is coming up mm -hmm. uh, as well. And that can definitely get the ball rolling uh, to know what's out there as a starting up business. Um, and as a starting entrepreneur, really navigate where to go. There's tons of resources at Venture, Nor Venture North, um, and a lot of uh, Peterborough is a great town uh, in order to get those resources uh, as an entrepreneur or as a small business. And even if you've been in a small business for two or three years, going, uh, I don't know if I've gotten, I've done my taxes right. Uh, you can definitely find and navigate uh, and correct. Uh, a lot of things that if you were in, either doing incorrectly or you can improve on. Uh, so you might be doing it correctly, but you can always improve on, say, claiming more taxable benefits or uh, how to do marketing and whatnot. So definitely a lot of resources in Peterborough here, especially on George Street, which I love to say my office is also located on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool downtown. Where is your office? Uh, so again, uh, 175 uh, George Street North, located uh, within the Peterborough Chamber of Commerce. Uh, we're in the uh, business hub uh, in the offices Again, 175 George Street North in the old uh, train station, which on a personal note uh, is also haunted. So we oh, can also leave on. it on that lovely end. Give me a break. <laughs> we were doing great until you said that. <laughs> okay, well, I think we're pretty close to the end uh, of our time. Lyle, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, to uh, to talk to us and answer our questions. And folks out there, I hope that we have answered some of the questions that you always w wanted to do know but were afraid to ask. So do we have any music to take us out, Simon? Yes, so I thought I would put another song on from The Greatest Showman, and uh, the title of this one is From Now On, and I figure that now that we are all educated <laughs> on taxes, we're going to be making better decisions about taxes from now on. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. I saw the sun begin to dim and felt that winter wind blow cold. 
man learns who is there for him when the glitter fades and the walls won't hold. Cause from that rubble, what remains can only be what's true. If all was lost, there's more I gained. Cause it led me back. From 